Welcome back to Power Retail Power Talks. Join me in bite-sized discussions with industry leaders and professionals as they share their exclusive insights into the dynamic world of e-commerce. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, ShipStation. I'm your host, Rosalie, and for this episode, I sat down with loyalty expert Adam Posner as he shared his fantastic insights into the world of loyalty. He explained why he defines loyalty not as a program, but as an outcome, and offered his advice as to how to create and tailor the perfect loyalty program for your brand and customers, as well as his key tips for success. Hi, Adam. Thanks so much for coming on. That's a pleasure. Lovely to chat. So you have such a broad understanding of the loyalty game. How would you define customer loyalty? How does one actually measure that? Yeah, look, I think that's a brilliant question to start off with because uh, one of the things that we've got to consider is that loyalty is not a program. So what is loyalty? What is customer loyalty? And so from my research, which you know about, which is the For Love or Money Research Study of Australian Consumers, uh, we've been asking them what they think loyalty to a brand is, um, not including a loyalty program. And we've defined loyalty from three points of view. Uh, I call them the three Bs, behavior, belief, and belonging. So loyalty is an outcome. It's a behavior. You spend more, you spend more often with the brand or the business. Um, so it's transactional. It's a behavior. And then loyalty is also a belief. It's that love, trust, and recommendation of a brand. It's much more emotional. And finally, loyalty is identified with the brand's purpose and a feeling, a sense of belonging towards the brand. So being part of the community. So behavior, belief, and belonging are the three outcomes of which there's a range of dimensions, but that's how I define loyalty. Um, and, and as you can hear from there, um, the word loyalty program is not part of that uh, definition. So when brands do create a loyalty program, would you say a successful one would be combining those three Bs to foster that and then build the program around that? How, how would Yeah, you... that's right. Okay. So is that how... Yeah, it's a... Sorry, carry on. Yes. <laughs> uh, sorry for interrupting. So, yeah, look, when you know what loyalty means to your brand, then you can put it, if, if relevant, you can put a loyalty program in place to drive those loyalty outcomes. So you, you're right. You first got to think, well, what is loyalty to our brand? And there's a range of dimensions. And then you can build a program to drive those outcomes. So you can try and build a program to change behavior, to get the customers to spend a bit more or come back more often, build lifetime value. That's how you would measure that. Um, you build a program that, um, as, as you've mentioned, to foster that emotional connection so that they trust and love your brand and they tell their friends and others. So that NPS element, that, that belief. And the community side is perhaps the hardest because not every brand can build a community. You know, a lot of the passion brands can, you know, think beauty, think pets, you know, some of these uh, uh, sports brands um, that build communities and not every brand can build a community through a loyalty program. Uh, they might just be more transactional um, and that's okay. But to your point, you know, the three Bs are, are the holy grail um, and um, loyalty programs aim to try and drive those outcomes. And do you have any examples of companies really nailing that? Yeah, look, I think one that comes to mind always is uh, IKEA, IKEA Family. Now, their program, it really does 
you know, in the essence of what they offer uh, within their program. Um, yes, they've got a lot of transactional offers and they've got a new a, a new element of you collect keys, Allen keys. And so there's almost like a points element and there's savings and, and birthday offers. But they also give you peace of mind. They've got a, a, an insurance um, aspect to their proposition. Um, and then they've also they support local community as well. So they give back to causes. Um, and not, not only that, they've got this this whole amazing food offering that that <laughs> that sometimes people go to an IKEA just to 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 grab some meatballs at the oh, end. Oh yeah, that's that's ninety percent of my IKEA trips, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. So look, I think in a range of ways they're doing a great job um, as a retail brand in in that category. Um, but uh, you know, other brands that build community are you know Lululemon and and uh, you know they sort of exercise yoga community. Um, and, and there's obviously the, the, the brands like Nike and Nike Plus Running and various other communities. They've also got a lot of transactional offerings, but they try and bring this collective of very passionate people together um, under, under a program. Up next, tune in for Adam's insights and advice on loyalty programs. Trusted by over 130,000 merchants, ShipStation delivers exceptional customer service and a smooth customer experience, so your business can increase customer satisfaction, repeat purchases, and sales growth. Powering shipping success for businesses of all sizes, ShipStation ensures swift customer deliveries, local support, and streamlined shipping automation to minimize errors and save time. By seamlessly integrating with your online stores, your marketplaces, carriers, and e-commerce tools, you can say goodbye to shipping challenges and say hello to smooth operations and exceptional customer experiences. Get shipped done with ShipStation. Now that we know how much knowledge you have about it, I'd love to hear how you would like to see the loyalty realm really evolve. Yeah, evolving the strategy of loyalty programs. Let's just focus on programs at the moment. Is 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 they're, they're everywhere. Look, it's a very cluttered um, and and sometimes confusing for customers to join a program. Everyone's asking you to join wherever you go. You know, whether it's in retail or online, they're asking you to join a program. So programs really need to think about solving problems, not just giving away points and perks and birthday offers. Look, you know, the, most people like those. But what can they do to solve the problem in the life of their customer? So what utility can they add to the life of their customer in, in relevance to their brand? So solving problems, is it's difficult because most programs just go for points, perks, and you know, and value add. But there are some great programs, and one that comes to mind is Super Cheap Autos Club program, where yeah. you know they, they, they credit back the difference uh, proposition is amazing because it gives you peace of mind that if you buy something from them in store and it goes on sale, they'll credit back the difference to you into your account immediately. So that proposition solves a problem. It builds trust, and then you, you're always going in buying with peace of mind knowing you're always going to get your money back if that item goes on sale. And, you know, how upset do you get, Rosalie, if you buy something on a Friday and then on Monday you see it going on sale? hundred percent, so, always. <laughs> yeah, always. And to me, they've solved a problem. And I think that's a brilliant way um, of, of an example of a program solving a problem. So if programs need to evolve, and then they need to up, up their game on experiences and what I call joyalty. Now, you might have heard me talk about joyalty or written about, read about my joyalty 
uh, passion, which is all about adding more joy to the life of a member, adding those elements of surprise and delight, the random acts of kindness, you know, really trying to lift your programs, your sorry, your members' heart rate and making them excited um, to be part of your brand um, and, and a little bit of that wow um, aspect, what I call moments of, of magic. And what do you think these barriers are holding companies back from really achieving that? And how would they even start to overcome those? Yeah, look, if you've got an existing program, my, my, my advice or guidance is to do a bit of a diagnostic, uh, you know, almost like a gap analysis. So you, you've got to know, step back and say, well, why have you got the program in the first place? You know, what are your measures of success? And are you achieving those performance measures? I think it's really important to realize that a program is a proof point of a brand. It's a promise. It's another layer of a promise from a brand. So you've really got to make sure that it supports your brand's vision. So what's the brand's vision and what's the loyalty program's vision? And I don't see that too often. I don't see people with programs actually building out a loyalty program vision. Um, and, and I'm suggesting that that's a, a big gap uh, with, uh, with holding them back. And then the other areas are, um, you know, your team, the team behind the program. What's their knowledge and what's their um uh, motivation and excitement about being part of the program. Are they actually enthused and excited to sell the benefits at point of sale if, if, if you've got a retail network? So, um, you know, your team are, are really important. They can be the greatest advocates, but also can be a barrier. So really it's quite simple. You understand why you've got the program. What are your performance measures? Make sure it supports the brand. Get the team behind it. And then the commercials really need to stack up. Uh, the financials of a, of a program are critical. You know, you need a profit and loss for a program. You need a, a, a balance sheet and you need a cash flow. A program is like a business on its own. It's its own entity. It almost needs to, to not almost, it actually needs to deliver a profit to the business. So those, those are some of the areas that I think that uh, pro- brands with programs really need to focus on. And do you have any more advice for companies struggling with really getting their loyalty off the ground? So if, if, if in this case, if we say, if you've got, a, if you haven't got a program or if you've got one. So, um, first of all, if you've got one, as I've said, and it's maybe not performing the way you would like to, is you need to, it's like when you go to the doctor and you're not feeling too well, you need to put a bit of a diagnostic across the program, um, and see all areas. You need to talk to your customers and your members. You need to research with them what's working, what's not working. You need to look at trends in the market. You know, what's happening with, uh, with omnichannel and the way members, uh, and customers experience your brand. You also you need to understand there's a, there's clutter. So why is your program different? Why is it unique? Why should I join another one just for another birthday offer? Yes, I love birthday offers, but what's unique about the program? So you're, there are a number of layers, and you you need, you need to look at at those elements. If you start your brand new program and you've got a blank sheet of paper, well, there's actually seven key areas that I just quickly go through to help you think about. Yeah, go ahead. Number one, uh, number one is what I call the business. I call this the wheel of loyalty program fortune because there's seven zones. So number one, the first zone is all about the business. You know, why a program? Uh, what are your goals and objectives? How will you measure success? Really getting clear and clarity on, um, on your, on, on why a program so that the whole business is aligned on, on those reasons. Number two is your customers. Who are they? What is their behavior, their belief and their sense of belonging to your brand? Are you purely transactional? Or is there an element of community and belonging uh, within your category and your product and service? So understanding your customer's behavior and the behaviors you want to change. Number three is the program proposition itself. 
I might have already alluded to. Can you solve a problem in the life of your customer? You know, can you solve problems with the way they experience your brand? And then build out your program proposition across six currencies. Uh, financial currency, show me the money. Experiential currency, uh, make uh, make some moments of magic for me. Um, utility cur- currency, save me some time. Personalized currency, so show me you know me. Uh, make you know work with my ego and give me something exclusive. Uh, choice currency, just don't tell me what I have to have. Give me a choice. And social and community currency, uh, you know, can I join a community? Do you give back to a cause? So those six currencies are critical to a program proposition. So that was the third zone. The fourth zone is profitability, understanding, and I've mentioned profit and loss, cash flow, and balance sheet elements to your program. The next, the next layer is technology and data. How do you enable the program to actually be a brilliant experience through what technology and what data are you gathering and all the privacy, compliance, and security elements that go with that? Uh, and then you've got your uh, dialogue, your sixth zone number six, which is your communication, your lifecycle marketing, the 12, uh, 12 moments of, uh, of, of uh, magic within a program and the order that you experience. Um, and then finally, what I call the team, team zone, which we've mentioned, getting a team. So those were the seven zones to building out a program. Fantastic advice. Thank you. Next up, we are bringing you our renowned power questions. Trusted by over 130,000 merchants, ShipStation delivers exceptional customer service and a smooth customer experience, so your business can increase customer satisfaction, repeat purchases, and sales growth. Powering shipping success for businesses of all sizes, ShipStation ensures swift customer deliveries, local support, and streamlined shipping automation to minimize errors and save time. By seamlessly integrating with your online stores, your marketplaces, carriers, and e-commerce tools, you can say goodbye to shipping challenges and say hello to smooth operations and exceptional customer experiences. Get ship done with ShipStation. Uh, before I let you go, we are moving on to our light-hearted quick-fire questions, a little less heavy, um, okay. to kick those off. Looking back over the years of your shopping habits, what company have you been most loyalty loyal to and why? Okay. Well, it's one that everyone knows, and that's Amazon Prime. And you know what? A little story for you very quickly. I know it's quick fire, but in the last 12 months, uh, my family have ordered 40 packages. And 40 packages have saved us $210 in delivery because Amazon Prime gives me free delivery. So with an annual membership of $79, I've saved well over that in just in delivery. Plus, I get my Amazon Prime um, streaming service, and we as a family have done over 400 hours of streaming in the last year. So just look at the value, never mind the one-click experience. So that's my absolute uh, program that I love. Fantastic. And what is your loyalty program pet peeve? (laughs) Um, I'm sure you'll have one. Well, there's so many, but but fundamentally, I just think that pro, brands and programs out with the same, same, the good old same, same, points, tiers, birthdays, the same stuff. Uh, I think that's getting lost in the sea of sameness. So I'm looking at programs all the way, always, and I've joined hundreds of programs, looking for something different, looking for some way that they express their proposition in perhaps more of an exciting uh, way. So my pet peeve is just same, same, um, and not trying to find a point of difference. 
Absolutely. And finally, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? You mean personally? Yes. Um, my little sticky note on my computer says this. It's not what happens to me. It's how I respond to what happens to me. And I think that's great, great advice for myself and perhaps others listening is that things change all the time and the world is always throwing uh, challenges and opportunities at, uh, at you. And so it's not about that specific uh, thing that's happened to you. It's about what do you do to move on and take what next act, best action uh, about what happens to you. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Adam. That's all we have time for today. That's been some great advice from you. Thanks, Rosalie. I really appreciate it.